I'm your new pastor. I've been missing y'all, believe me. It's nice to be back. I, uh, If you remember, I, I shaved the last time you saw me, and like Rip Van Winkle, it truly is good to be back. Uh, mission. Uh, please keep in mind that we are still collecting things for Mercy House, which is a, a, an incredible ministry. Uh, I'm glad that the Methodists are behind it. Uh, for homeless people and, and people with no support, it's a place where they can go and be cared for as they transition from life to eternal life. And that is a powerful, powerful ministry. So uh, please take part in it. You are invited. Lent is only two weeks away. Does time seem to be moving faster and faster for y'all? Uh, it, 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 it amazes me. But on February 21st, we will have a Shrove Tuesday Pancake Supper beginning at 5.30. Come at any time. Uh, they know how to keep making pancakes all night long. So we want everybody to participate. February 22nd, we're do doing the drive through imposition of ashes again for Ash Wednesday. That will be from 11 to 1 and 4 to 6.30 uh, for those who, who work. Lenten devotions will also take place every week. We'll be gathering for about an hour uh, on Tuesdays, beginning February 28th, from 1.30 to 2.30. Half of that will be for the devotional, and the other half will be for eating together. Uh, it, it's BYOB, bring your own bag. Oh, I got you all excited, and then I let you down, didn't I? That's it. But uh, you just bring your own lunch, and uh, we'll have a devotional and, and break bread together, which during Lent, you remember that's exactly what Jesus did with his disciples. Uh, now, it's the choir. Y'all like that? Pretty, isn't it? Y'all like that? Yeah. Would you like to know how to get one? I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> not today. We're building the suspense. Is that okay with you, Sharon? Yeah, I thought you might like that. Uh, it will have something to do with our Linton faithfulness this year. Uh, so just be, be looking for more information. I might spill the beans next week, or Sharon may spill the beans next week. But we'll let you know. This Friday, the Young at Hearts have a planning meeting. It will be covered dish. Uh, there is a sign-up. If you plan to come, please put your name uh, on the list outside and let people know what you are bringing. Also, the SPRC will meet on February 27th, and the Evangelism and Outreach will meet on February 27th. There are other meetings, and we'll announce them uh, from the pulpit the closer we get to them, but they are in the bulletin today on the back. So if you want to see them, please take a look. Donna, where are you? There you are. 
Good morning, everybody. Um, I'm Donna Howenstein. I think I know all of you, but um, I have something really exciting to talk about. It's in your bulletin. There's a little insert. I serve on evangelism and outreach committee, and we are so excited about our spring event that we're going to um, have. It's called our, just our spring festival, and it's going to be a focus on community helpers. Um, we're going to have different representatives of our community that are, you know, safety-oriented, uh, people that help us in many, many ways. Uh, we're still working on some things that we hope are going to happen. Uh, we're hoping to have the Humane Society bring some adoptable pets that we can see and maybe some people might be interested. We're hoping to get a lot of people from all around Rock Hill to come. We're going to have, hopefully, four food trucks with a variety of food. One is King of Fire Pizza. One is, um, it's, it offers like cheese steaks and, uh, what? Yes, and uh, it also, I think they have hamburgers and, and french fries and things like that. And then there's an Asian food truck called the Wan Truck, W-O-N. And so, and then we'll be, uh, a truck from TC Shaved Ice. So we're going to have quite a variety. This is an event that you can come to. You don't have to cook. You don't have to come and bring food and clean up afterwards or anything. You just come and enjoy. So please mark March 25th on your calendar, and it will be from 12 to 3. And we will have a fire truck for uh, the children and adults to get more familiar with. And we will probably have the Rock Hill Police. We're going to have a Gideon. Um, table where they can give away, they'll be giving away Bibles if you'd like a, a Bible. So please plan to come, mark it on your calendar, and we are so excited. And an early happy Valentine's Day to everybody. I think we all enjoyed the video. It was beautiful, and it meant so much to me to see. So thank you very much. Happy Sunday. Any other announcements? I was up here this morning when the Bethel men were packing up. We had some gift cards that Tender Hearts had given us that we wanted to pass along to them. They were very, very appreciative. One of them said, uh, this is the best place we've ever stayed, um, the, the best place that we stay uh, in the lineup. Um, they were just very grateful. Uh, they mentioned the food. Thanks to Peggy for uh, commandeering that uh, part of it. They were very appreciative. I personally... And you should also want to thank Craig Weaver, who was up here, if not every day, about every other day, cleaning out the uh, emptying garbage, taking the garbage to the dump, uh, checking the bathrooms, that kind of thing. Uh, John Howenstein, who took care of a toilet one time. Thanks, John. I, it's over and above. Um, it's just to meet these guys and talk to them this morning, I just, it was worth getting up early. Um, but thank you for everything. Uh, those of you that were inconvenienced, I hope it's okay now. Um, I just think it's a great thing our church does. Thank you. Thank you, Sherilyn. Anyone else? Four p.m. Uh, York Comprehensive High School Choir Program will present their next concert. So two weeks from this afternoon at 4 p.m. at our auditorium at York Comprehensive High School. Look for more information in the bulletin next week. And today, uh, 
for the cross and candles entrance. Please join us in the hymnal for number 308, numbers 1 and 3, Thine Be the Glory. 308, number 1 and 3. Okay, if everyone's looking at the monitor, we see we have a birthday for Dixie, and we also have another birthday. It's Peggy's birthday was yesterday, so we're celebrating those two. And they... Let us stand for the cross, the light, and the love. Join in our call to worship. You, O oh Lord, are bigger than our faith and bigger than our doubts. You bring new life, a new chance, a new name. Raise us up to be ambassadors of Christ. Teach us to live in a way that proclaims your gospel and your grace. Make us new creations. Help us to see that in you, everything becomes new. In your holy name we pray. Amen. Amen. 
join with me in an epiphany affirmation, which is on page two of the bulletin. We believe in God, the creator of all things, the giver of life and breath. We believe in Jesus Christ, born Emmanuel, God with us, baptized and revealed the most beloved Son of God. He sought to heal humanity by taking our brokenness upon himself, suffering for us, dying for us, and being raised from the dead for our sake and for the sake of all the world. We believe that he will come again. We believe in the Holy Spirit, continually poured out and refreshing our lives leading us into a new day, ever birthing the church, the body of Christ in the world. This spirit is our sole companion and counselor of truth, reminding us of the gift of faith, the ever presence of God and the province of Thanks be to God and amen. be seated. Ms. Audrey, how are you today? I'm good, thank Have you. Have you recuperated? Oh, barely, I'm telling you. Do you. Will Isaac come up and join me today? Yay! I hope I won't embarrass him. Can I, can I tell him who you are? Can uh, I tell him who you are? Yeah, it's fine. Okay, this is Isaac Harris. And for those of you that have gone to our church for a long time like I have, this is Jonathan, our own Jonathan Harris's oldest son. <laughs> People are excited. Did you know your mom and dad got married in this church? That's kind of cool, isn't it? That you're sitting on the, on the, uh, the steps where your mom and dad stood when they got married. That's kind of cool. It does sound crazy, doesn't it? To you especially, because that was before you were even born. Okay, you know what's coming up this week? What? Valentine's Day. Have you already gotten your Valentine's for your class? Yes. You work are good. Did you make them? Did you buy them in the store? I bought them in the store. Bought them in the store. I did too. Don't feel bad. We got too busy, aren't we? We've got schoolwork to do and church and everything. Yeah. But you are kind of artsy, I see. I've seen that you're very artsy. This is a day when we tell people how much we love them. How do we tell people how we love them? Definitely a Valentine's card. Okay, so we send cards and things to them. 
Um, sometimes we get them gifts, like even on Valentine's Day, flowers or candy. I'm sure you'll have a little party at school and get little treats and things. I, got, I already got a whole bag of that kind of stuff. That's right. So sometimes we send them chocolates. Your dad might get your mom flowers or something like that. And sometimes with candy, candy has messages on them about how much we love them and care about them. In the Bible, there's a chapter, John. It's chapter 14, verse 15. And Jesus said, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. And Jesus told one of his disciples who was named Peter, if you love me, feed my sheep. Now, we've talked before here at church that Jesus really didn't mean for Peter to go out and feed a bunch of sheep, right? Who are the sheep? Humans. humans are the sheep. That's exactly right. So Jesus wanted Peter and his disciples to go and feed people the word of God so that they would become Christians like him. I think what Jesus was saying was that we have to do more than say we love you and we love each other. We should love when we take care of others. When we provide food to people who do not have any, we show love. When we provide a place for beds for homeless men in our church, we're showing love. When we pray with someone, that's showing love. When we visit someone sick, that is showing love. I think that's what Jesus means when he said, take care of my sheep. Okay? Can we close our hands and bow our heads for a short prayer? Dear Jesus, thank you so much for allowing us to be your sheep and to take care of others and tell them and show them how much we love them. In your name, all the children said, Amen. And happy Valentine's Day.
we do have some people to pray for today, the people of Turkey. That's a giant earthquake. And, and imagine anything that kills more than 10,000 people at once. How many families are affected and how many relationships and all the potential that those people held for what they could do in the future. Others we can remember today? Leanne Ussery, yeah, she says she knows her pretty well too, Dave. Harry. We will remember them. Oh, we've been praying for Stormy for a while. Well, God healed Stormy. That's all I'm going to say. Someone else. Nancy, I almost didn't see you way back there. For the last couple of weeks, my great-nephew, Chaz, um, they are undergoing or they're putting him through tests that include scary things like biopsies and ultrasounds. And I'm just raising him up, hoping that the doctors can learn what's going on and that he, that God can ease the fear that his mother has right now and, and his grandfather. Thank you, Nancy. Donna, you did hear people asking for prayer for you, right? Um, I thought you might. Well, I think we should pray for Lily. Um, she tested positive for COVID yeah. yesterday, and she's really, really sick. So please pray for Lily. And I want the people on this side to pray for the people on this side because they got a big old hole up here. I'm glad I got a microphone. I'd have to yell 50 feet before they could even hear it. Y'all get moving up some. Come on. Come on, Dixie, lead the way. I didn't think that was going to happen. It was worth a try. Others we might pray for this morning. Yes, Steve. Sister-in-law Kim uh, uh, is still in her later days, and uh, they've brought hospice in, but she's... Uh, at home and may go back to the beach again. That is what she oh, wants wow. to do. Wonderful. Thank you. I'd like for everyone to remember Bill and Lois Ryder in their prayers. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, Jesus of abundant love and abundant life. In only a few days, we will enter that profound time of year when we remember the bloody, criminal, shame-covered, torturous, scandalous cross you bore for us. What wondrous love 
What awesome grace. You allowed yourself to be insulted, mocked, ridiculed, scorned, derided, hung up like a piece of meat and speared to see if you were finished, done, dead. We praise you, Lord Jesus. We praise you for showing us what love truly looks like. We praise you for showing us just how deeply you hold us in your heart and mind. Be first in our lives, Jesus. Be the reason for everything we do and every word we say. Be the reason we eagerly speak about you and our faith in you with others. Be the reason we reach out to help those in need. Be the reason we stand with those seeking justice. Be the reason we feed those who are hungry, release those who are addicted, and provide shelter to those who have none. Be the reason we forgive those who have given us no reason to forgive them. Be the reason we pray for those who persecute us. Be the reason we love one another, especially here in this church family. Be the reason, Jesus. Be the reason. Remind us today that we are a chosen people. You have chosen us, adopted us, given us purpose and new life. Establish your presence among us. Gift us with the great power of your Holy Spirit that we might live with great faith in you alone. Be first in our lives, Jesus. You are our wisdom. You are our righteousness. You are our sanctification and our redemption. Let us boast in the Lord. We pray for our troops, and you answer our prayers across the globe. We pray for their families, for protection, for peace, to be the law of the land. And our prayers make a difference in countless homes and places. We pray for those who serve the needs of our community, who work to make our city a safer, better place. And our prayers make a difference in the place we call home. Because you hear us and you answer. When we pray for the sick, the depressed, the hurt, the angry, you are the one who changes their lives. Lord, hear us now. As we do pray for those on our hearts and minds. Let us boast in the Lord. 
Unite us in your Holy Spirit. Work all things together for good among your people. Guide your church into great works done in your great name. Glorify your name through every ministry and every event we offer to the community around us. They need you, Lord Jesus. We need you, Lord Jesus. You are our treasure, our everything. Abide deeply in our hearts now as we pray together the prayer you still teach us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen.
Good morning. Our Psalter today is found on page 747 of your hymnal, and if you would like to join the choir for the choral responses, they would be happy to have you. shall abide in your tent? Who shall dwell in the holy hill? The one who walks blamelessly and does what is right and speaks truth from the heart. Who does not slander with the tongue and does no evil to a friend, nor takes up a reproach against a neighbor. In whose eyes a reproach is despised, but who honors those who who does not put out money at interest and does not take a bribe against the innocent. The one who does these things shall never be moved. Our scripture today is from 1 Corinthians 1, 18 through 31. Christ, the power and wisdom of God. For the message about the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are believing, saved, it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and the discernment of the discerning I will thwart. Where is the one who is wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the debater of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of the world? For since in the wisdom of God, the world did not know God through wisdom, God decided through the foolishness of our proclamation to save those who believe. For Jews demand signs and Greeks desire wisdom, but we proclaim Christ crucified, a stumbling block to Jews and foolishness to Gentiles, but to those who are the called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ the power of God and the wisdom of God. For God's foolishness is wiser than human wisdom, and God's weakness is stronger than human strength. Consider your own call, brothers and sisters. Not many of you were wise by human standards. Not many were powerful. Not many were of noble birth. But God chose what is foolish in the world to shame the wise. God chose what is weak in the world to shame the strong. God chose what is low and despised in the world, things that are not, to reduce to nothing things that are, so that no one might boast in the presence of God. He is the source of your life in Christ Jesus, who became for us wisdom from God and righteousness and sanctification and redemption in order that, as it is written, let the one who boasts, boast in the Lord. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks, thanks be to God. God. Lord Jesus, we thank you for your word, for the truth, for the wisdom, for the inspiration it brings. 
we have heard. Now open our hearts to receive the message you have for each of us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. When I was growing up, just a wee lad, a knee-high to a grasshopper, as they say. I mean, I, I, I was young. And back then, cheerleading wasn't nearly what it is today. You know, back then, you take two steps to the right, you take two steps to the left. Yeah, you're right and you're left. And, and they had clothes on? More clothes on. Okay, I guess that worked. But then you do a twirl, maybe a somersault or two, and jump up and down and giggle, and that was it. I mean, if someone did a cartwheel, that was a big deal. I happened to be channel surfing, and I came across the National Cheerleading Championship. I don't know if it was recorded or live. I, I guess it doesn't matter a bit. But I had to stop. This thing was incredible. I mean, they, they, they were doing kicks like they were applying for a position in the Rockettes. They looked like members of the Olympics gymnastic team with the backup dancing skills of Michael Jackson. Jackson's dancers. I mean, what they were doing was amazing. There, there were people standing 20 feet in the air doing splits while balancing on someone's round shoulder. How do you do that? Well, Chris, are you willing to show us later? And it got me to thinking all of this did. If the church had a cheerleading squad, what would the cheers sound like? Well, it just so happens we have a cheerleading squad. And this is the park choir where you come in and I need your help. Y'all stand up or sit down, whatever's comfortable for you. Phil will stand because he's the head cheerleader, the only male head cheerleader in the history of the world. Now, raise your pom-poms. There you go. And repeat after me. Hooray! Hooray! For the poor in spirit! For the poor in spirit! Hmm. Raw, raw, raw. Raw, raw, raw. Let's be meek. Let's be meek. Y'all are really good at this. <laughs> we don't fear. We don't fear. Persecution. Persecution. Sherilyn, you're really getting into it way too much. <laughs> OK, put down your pom-poms, choir. Not, you're not done. Raise your hands in the air. Start swinging like you're a tree in the wind. There you go. Get it right. Don't move too fast. It's not a hurricane. Go ahead, just nice and slow, and sing after me. And it's to the tune of Queens, We Are the Champions. Oh just because I always wanted in 40 years to get Queen in a service. There we go. 
We are the merciful. Keep going. You can sing it again. We are the merciful. I'm just amazed that everybody knew Queen. Okay, thank you, choir. You can sit down now. Are those the lamest cheers you have ever heard? Oh, not the ones who were doing it, just the cheers themselves. There you go. I, I don't want to turn my back to you. I mean, who could possibly be impressed by a team that brags on itself as poor in spirit, meek, merciful, and persecuted? Does that sound like a bunch of winners or a bunch of losers to you? But that is exactly what Paul is telling the Corinthians to stand up and shout about. God chose the lowly things of this world and the despised things so that no one may boast before him. Therefore, as it is written, let the one who boasts boast in the Lord. And if you think Christian cheers are strange, you should hear Christians boast and brag. I am so weak, I'm waiting. No, no, no. How weak are you? I have got to retrain you all over again. I have been gone way too much. Okay. I am so weak. How weak are you? I am so weak, you can see how strong God is. Does anybody have any duct tape? <laughs> I am so imperfect. How imperfect are you? Oh, good. You're getting it back. I am so imperfect that you can see how much God is doing in my life. This is how we brag. This is how we boast. I am so good at sinning, you can see how good God is at forgiving. You notice the, the common uniting thread here? It's all about glorifying God. When we boast, we're boasting about God. Have you ever been swept up in a wave? And I don't mean gone to Myrtle Beach and got in a riptide and had a hard time finding your way back. Not that kind of wave. I'm talking about at a sports stadium. As Christians, we do not make a wave when someone hits a home run or makes a touchdown. We start a wave when someone turns the other cheek. 
As Christians, we offer high fives when someone sacrifices his or her own welfare for the good of others. As Christians, we clap and stomp in rhythm when someone offers a prayer for an enemy or a persecutor to a world that recognizes brute strength as power, the church and our message will always sound foolish. But to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. And don't we all have such good reason to boast in the Lord? I know who I was and how I was before the Lord got a hold of me. And I know who I am now in the Lord. Uh, the after picture is a whole lot better than the before picture. Can I get an amen? I thought there were some people here who might be able to relate to that. We all have great reason to boast in the Lord. We had 25 men sleeping in our fellowship hall. God trusted us with 25 souls to care for them, to tend to them, to pray for them, to love them. We need to be doing some holy boasting in the Lord. The small groups that we'll be, we will be offering have the potential of making a real difference in people's lives. Pray that God will bring people to us who need to feel God's love wrapped around them and boast in the Lord. We have six youth and three chaperones who went to an event. We are reaching out to our community in the parking lot. You heard with events of every kind. You just heard about one of them. Boast in the Lord. We need a sign out front. We fed, what, between Plentiful Harvest and Dorothy Day, we fed 150 people last month and we donated X number of hours to help families. That's boasting in the Lord. We did it for God. So let's do some bragging. Because bragging on the Lord is highly encouraged around here. In the very near future, Aldersgate is going to be the only United Methodist Church I have ever encountered, not only to have a lay leader and an associate lay leader, but also an entire lay leader committee. When we have a ministry so large that we have to make a committee to watch over it, then boast in the Lord. I have a confession to make. Not every sermon I have ever heard has stuck with me. Not the way my sermons stick with you, every one of them. Greater truth be told, 
only a few of the sermons I've ever heard have truly stayed with me, though I am sure every single one of them got me a little further down the road in my journey of faith. One of the ones that stayed was a sermon on bragging on the Lord. You proud of graduating school? Well, who gave you a brain that can think and remember and analyze and strategize and plan and vision? Boast on the Lord. Are you proud of what a good parent you are? Are you proud of your kids? Well, who gave you good role models to follow or bad role models not to follow? Who gave you lessons along the way? Boast in the Lord. The pastor went on for 30 or 40 minutes long, or longer, and, and by the time he was done, you knew. We really have no reason to boast on ourselves because at the very foundation of it all, there is God who makes everything we would boast on possible. It is God. Boast in the Lord. We have a wonderful church. Who gave us the church? Boast in the Lord. He is the source of our lives and everything in them. So boast in the Lord. And if you want to help the choir cheer, that's fine too. Amen.
May you truly know that every good gift that comes your way is a blessing from the Lord's own hands. Whatever makes you smile this week, boast in the Lord. Whatever strength you share or hope you offer this week, boast in the Lord. Yes, boast in the Lord. Amen.